Hi, welcome back to the Beyond the Ponytail podcast. This is Emily, and today I'm going to be talking to you about girls in sports. The topic of girls in sports is very important. You know, we see a lot of girls in sports nowadays compared to many years ago when girls wouldn't play sports because it was a male thing to do. We see with a lot of sports, they are categorized into women's and male sports, you know, women's and men's basketball, volleyball, soccer, tennis, sports like those. And a lot of the times, especially at the high school levels, the male versions of the sports are a lot more broadcast than the women's versions. You know, we see male sports are always playing at prime time, seven o'clock at night. Meanwhile, women's sports are played at like five o'clock right after school ends, so now a lot of people can go and watch the game. It is very obvious that male sports are a lot more broadcasted than women's sports are. We see a bunch of male sports on a daily basis, but never do we really see women's sports being as broadcasted as, you know, the men's NBA basketball team or the NFL or the NHL. Aside from girls and men's sports, we have now also seen girls rising in male-dominated sports. Girls in male sports has always been a topic of discussion, and in recent years, we have seen more girls introduced in male sports like football, hockey, wrestling, and sports like those. For many years, girls were not allowed to play those sports, and when they would try to, they would be told, that's a man's sport. Why are you trying to play that? You're a woman. However, a lot of women are succeeding in these these roles. Recently, Sarah Fuller became the first woman kicker to play in a Power 5 college football game for Vanderbilt, and this was very monumental for girl athletes because she is showing that a girl can play in a male-dominated sport like football and especially be in a conference as big as the Power 5 college football. We have also seen girls growing at the high school level of male-dominated sports, Um, For example, girls wrestling has grown tremendously in the past 10 years. In the 2008 to 2009 school year, 6,025 girls participated in wrestling compared to the 21,124 girls that did in the 2018 to 2019 school year. This is showing that girls are becoming more confident in doing what they love and they are able to do so because these restrictions have gone down. We are now going to be talking to a female wrestler at the high school level, Rochelle, right after this quick advertisement. Hi everyone, it's Emily again. If you would like to hear more from me, look out for a new podcast episodes, or you can go to the Declaration newspaper at the Declaration at ColoniaHigh.com. Hope you enjoy. Okay, nice. so today I'm here with a special guest. Introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Rochelle. Uh, I'm a wrestler for Colonia and I'm a senior. Um, what made you get into wrestling? So essentially, when I was in middle school, I think, in Carter, I was in Carteret Middle School at first. They mm-hmm. had a wrestling team in eighth grade. And at first, I saw wrestling on Zoe 101. I saw Zoe wrestling. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years later, I saw the Fosters. They had a girl wrestler on their team, too. So I was like, wow, I can get into this. It seems pretty cool. Because I was always athletic as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how I got into it. Did you have, like, a big struggle getting into wrestling? Like, did you find that people weren't as accepting to females trying to wrestle other than males? Uh, With the guys on the team, at first, it wasn't really, like, they weren't accepting. It was just, like, weird to have, like, a female in the room. Because I think there's only, there's only been yeah. one other female that's wrestled for Colonia. But that was, like, way, way, way back. 
So they had to adjust to it, but they soon realized I was as good as them, and it's it's been flowing since then. Do you think they get they got like nervous when they saw like a girl enter the practice room? Yes, I I saw their faces. Yes, especially my first <laughs> wrestling partner. He's great though. I love him to this day. Has anyone ever challenged your decision to wrestle? Um, my mom, pretty much. Yeah, really, but. She agreed to it eventually, and she's glad that she did because I'm doing great. Was she, like, scared that you were going to get, like, hurt, or did she just, like, not understand, like, you wanting to do it? She was scared I was going to get hurt because wrestling is, like, all contact (laughs) sport. It's very easy to get injured, but... Yeah, I know my brother used to wrestle, and he he used to cry on the mat, but he's also on the mat. mat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) How does it feel to participate in a sport that for a long time was only males? It it feels great because obviously there's not a lot of females in this male dominated sport, but they have they're starting to like open female competitions. Like this year I went to uh the girls GMCs and girls regionals. Uh this was like the first annual girls GMCs, like this like the official one. They had one last year. I played second in that one. But this one for my junior year actually. It's like it was the first one. We took pictures and everything. So they're paving the way for female wrestlers. It's going to start getting big soon. So you think that they're, like, making it more accessible for girls who want to wrestle? Yeah, definitely. It's it's going great. What has been your biggest accomplishment, accomplishment so far while wrestling? Uh, definitely my varsity letter. I got it my, <laughs> my first year I started wrestling, my sophomore year. I was very excited to get that. I had my jacket and everything. And then second place in GMCs, of course. Could have got first, but it's okay. <laughs> Next year, hopefully. So you said that they're, they make, like, competitions for just girl wrestlers? Yes. Like, what does that consist of? Just, like, a regular, the same thing as it would, would be for boy wrestlers? Yeah, it's exactly the same. They have uh, uh, multiple mats, uh, same refs, like, all the coaches are there and yeah some some mm-hmm. schools have like a whole girls team unfortunately I'm the only girl on my team so I'll go with my coach to the, the <laughs> school that's hosting the tournament and we'll have a good time do you have you ever like wrestled a boy or does it stick to just girls wrestle girls uh I wrestle all guys in practice I wrestle all guys during matches the only time I'll wrestle girls is when the other team has girls in my weight class or I'm going to a tournament with just girls. So I, I think I wrestle oh, okay. more guys over girls. Do you think that you do better wrestling guys or girls or does it just like not matter? Uh, it's I think it's like a mindset thing because if you're a girl wrestling a guy, the guy will have the mindset of like maybe to go easy on you or to go all out on you just so they can prove that they're better. But with girls... It's kind of you have to prove that you're as good as the guy, so they might go all out on you. They won't. They won't have the mindset to take it easy at all. So they're going all out. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever gotten? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Okay. Have you ever gotten a guy that you competed against? I know you said the people on your team are really accepting, but someone that you competed against that was like very cocky and like, why are you wrestling or something like that? I, I've never gotten that honestly. I've had forfeits before. Because the guys didn't want mm-hmm. to wrestle me, but I haven't, like, no one on my team or no one that I knew. So that's a good thing. Okay. 
if you could give advice to any girl that would want to participate in a male sport like wrestling in the future, what would you tell them? I would definitely say go out there and get it. You can obviously do it. There are multiple girls on, on in male-dominated sports. One day, maybe you'll be in the Olympics. You never know how good you'll be. Just try it. Yeah. Okay, so that's pretty much it. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, Nothing much. Just I miss wrestling a lot. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it during COVID. Hopefully, COVID goes away so we can oh, yeah. actually wrestle this year. I forgot about that. Did it get canceled or just postponed for this year? It got moved to March 1st. That's when practice will start. Okay. So hopefully cases stop rising by then and we can actually wrestle, have a good season. I hope that too. I hope you have a good season. Um, Thank Thank you. you. So what Rochelle has told us is that she really branched out in a male-dominated sport. And for her to do this is really inspirational to those girls who are scared of doing the sport that they love just because it is dominated by males. So as Rochelle said, that a a lot of people who she plays with, especially her teammates and coaches, are very accepting towards her wrestling, which I think is very great and important. And I feel like the people who hate on girls in male-dominated sports are very outside because it seems as if the people inside don't really care if you are a male or a woman, except for the fact that she said that a lot of people, not a lot, some males, when they go to wrestle her, they forfeit because they don't want to play against a woman. Salary-wise, we see a lot of women are paid less than males, even though they are playing the same exact sport. As we talked about in the last podcast, we went a little bit into the salaries of the WNBA players compared to the NBA players and how they are played a lot less. However, the WNBA is not the only sport in which we see women being paid a lot less than males. The U.S. women's soccer team, who had, who are amazing and have won a World Cup, they are paid a tremendous amount less than the male soccer team. The women's soccer players earn about $4,950 per game. Meanwhile, the men's soccer players earn around $13,166 per game. For a lot of players, the money doesn't really matter to them because they are doing something that they love. But for women, it is a little upsetting seeing that the male side of things are being paid a lot more money than you are, even though you are playing the same exact sports. And a lot of people argue that the women's side of these sports are not getting as much viewers and revenue as the male sides are. However, a little pay raise is not going to hurt anyone. I think that it's very important for these women and girls in sports to continue fighting for the equality that they deserve. Especially at the high school level, the schools should not be broadcasting the male sports as much as they do compared to women's. You know, it is very upsetting for those girls who play sports to only see the male side of things being broadcasted and appreciated instead of them. Well, that's it for today's episode of the Beyond the Ponytail podcast. This is Emily. Thank you so much for joining me. I had this episode was really informative to me interviewing Rochelle. I hope you had fun and were successful in the listening. Be sure to look out for my next podcast coming soon. That's all.